Where's Jim Crow when the Democrats need him? Remember when the big guy and all the Democrats became hysterical over the voting laws uh, voted in by Republicans, voted in by Republicans in Georgia a year or so ago? Joe called it Jim Crow 2.0. He said, quote, uh, Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things, voter suppression and election subversion. It's no longer about who gets to vote. It's about making it harder to vote, unquote. Stacey Abrams, who's running for governor again down there, said uh, basically the same thing. Uh, Major League Baseball pulled the All-Star game out of Georgia. It cost local businesses, a good many of them, by the way, were minority-owned. It cost them millions of dollars. But it was a good way to score points with the base. And now that early in-person voting has tripled, tripled for the primaries uh, there tomorrow, maybe Major League Baseball should uh, move the All-Star game from wherever it's scheduled next year to Atlanta, or maybe Major League Baseball could just, you know, write some checks to the business owners who lost all that money last year when the Major League Baseball pulled the game out of there. And let's see how the media report on voter turnout in Georgia tomorrow, after uh, how much coverage the law itself got and how it was so terrible for voters and it was going to prevent minorities from voting and all that stuff. Let's see if they if they cover the turnout uh, to the extent that it deserves to be covered. If they're, if they're doing their jobs, they will make that a major part of the coverage. But uh, I wouldn't count on that happening, including, by the way, from the liberal sports media, which uh, got a lot of mileage out of the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star game being pulled out of Georgia with not much protest about it, by the way. Anyway, when we come back, one of my favorite subjects, uh, government stealing money from taxpayers to build stadiums for billionaire sports owners. Believe it or not, it's happening in a city where the NFL's team, the NFL team's stadium, is one year older than Heinz Field. And we'll have the story of Hunter Biden sending someone to spy on the movie being made about him coming up in our second half hour. Stick around. Most vitamin supplements don't even come from food. Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code BALANCE. This is John Stoggerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the storage, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at my pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good 
could, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, imagine the Steelers coming out, I'll say, next May and saying that uh, they'd like something like, I don't know, a billion dollars from local taxpayers for a new stadium. Heinz Field would be 23 years old. Well, that's what's happening in Nashville. The local and state governments have approved a plan for a new stadium for the Titans. The stadium they have now opened in 1999. That's one year before Heinz Field. Daniel Kaplan covers sports business for The Athletic, and he joins us now. Daniel, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, of course. So um, I just came across the story about the Titans recently. What's going on when 20-year-old stadiums are considered too old? I think the same thing happened in Atlanta, too. Well, we're seeing this across sports. Uh, the Washington Commanders, they're looking at building a new facility, a new, new stadium in Virginia, and they're looking for, I think, $300, $400 million of public funds. Uh, the, the the stadium development from the hospitality perspective, from the luxury suite perspective, uh, it, it just it, it's not the same as it was 20 years ago. There's much more money to be made uh, with luxury suites and hospitality, and the teams want that revenue, so they need to get out of the outdated stadiums. Is what's driving this? <laughs> well, 
So they are they they see an opportunity to make more money with the stadium, and so for them to make more profit, they want the taxpayers to subsidize the new stadium that's going to let them make more money instead of. I yeah, I wrote a story about this a couple a couple months ago after the Buffalo Bills got yep. eight hundred fifty million from New York New York State and Erie County. And yeah, this is you know this is subsidies for billionaires and millionaires. Uh, it, it, it's outrageous. It shouldn't happen. But it, no, no, these politicians don't want to be the ones known as the ones that let the team escape to another state. Uh, we saw that in New York with Buffalo. We're probably going to see it in Nashville and Tennessee. And you know, you mentioned Pittsburgh. I, I got to imagine um, if that ever came up, which it will, uh, the, the, the local politicians aren't going to be the ones who want to let the Steelers get away. No, I'll tell you what, um, as much as the Steelers are loved here, um, I've been here all my life, uh, I, I just think there would be, and I covered sports here for 30 years, uh, there would be a major uproar if the Steelers asked for a billion dollars for a new stadium. Um, are the taxpayers in Nashville and Buffalo okay with this, as far as you know? Well, I'm a taxpayer in New York City, and as far as so on, I'm not okay with it. I don't see why my tax dollars are going to keep uh, Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, uh, and I don't see why any tax dollars are going uh, to to keep the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The owners of the Bills are billionaires; they can afford it themselves. They, uh, they, there's absolutely no reason taxpayers should be paying for this. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, um, in Nashville, the, the Titans. This is what it, it got me. In Nashville, the Titans said it would cost over a billion dollars to renovate Nissan Stadium, which is where they uh, play now. How can that be possible? Um, I think Heinz Field costs like $285 million. I know there's inflation involved and there's other things involved, but that's like a, uh, like a uh, maybe quadrupling in price to build a stadium. What, what became so expensive? Or is it just that they figured if they can get $200 million, they may as well go for a billion? Well, the, the stadiums today, uh, again, with, with the, the luxury amenities, uh, cost a lot more than they did 20, 25 years ago. Let's look at the stadium in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, $5 billion. Now, they're, they're, they're extenuating circumstances there. The earthquake prevention uh, that they had, a, measures they had to put in, uh, the, the flight, the FAA issues where they had to dig deep to put the stadium low down so it didn't interfere with airplane radar. But still, $5 billion for a stadium in L.A. So if you're an owner in Tennessee and you want the, the most up-to-date stadium, a billion, you know, a billion, two billion doesn't seem that outrageous. Uh, what, what about the concept of paying for it yourself? I mean, they, they get 300 and I think it's over $300 million for TV this year. That's without selling a ticket or a jersey or a hat or a beer. Um, each team's going to get $300 million. That's a pretty... You, I, I think you could afford a pretty good mortgage payment out of that on your own stadium. Look, this is a grift that's been going on for, for many, many years. It, it, it died down a bit after the 2008 financial collapse, uh, but it, it picked up back again in the mid-2010s. And, you know, with COVID money, COVID federal money sloshing around states, uh, we're suddenly seeing huge subsidies for, for these uh, for these venues. And I I'm afraid it's not. Uh, I'm afraid it's not going to stop. So some of this money that's being thrown around is COVID money. Some of it, you know, the states. The states are a lot, a lot of the states have budget surpluses because of that federal COVID money. So 
so they you know they feel flush they can they can afford this yeah and um i see in in uh, maryland they're going to get to the uh they're going to what what are the orioles and the ravens going to get for the billion two that the state of maryland is going to give to them they're they're going to get probably either renovated or new facilities uh in in camden yards and from what I understand, those two teams didn't even have to negotiate that. That was just give, given to them on a silver platter. I mean, another outrage. So wait, you're saying that Camden Yards, one of the nicest ballparks ever built and only about 25 years old or whatever it is, not less than 30, I think, is is going to be renovated, possibly, torn down and well, I mean, start over? I don't know if they're torn down, but if you have a 25-year-old building, it would have serious maintenance costs. And yeah. uh, and again, getting back to the not to beat this again and again, but these teams want suites. They they yeah. want revenue-generating uh, structures in their buildings, and it, that costs a lot of money. Why why is it? You said we're we're talking to Daniel Kaplan. He covers sports business for the Athletic. Um, why is it that this works for sports um, and not for other businesses? Although I'm sure it does happen for some businesses, but why is it? Why is uh, are, are politicians such suckers for sports teams? Just the pressure from well, the fans. Well, it, it does it does happen in other businesses. I mean, we've seen we saw Amazon when they were on their headquarters tour extracting subsidies from various municipalities. Actually, New York ended up turning them turning them down. And, you know, the, the, there was a situation a few months ago in which the Kansas City Chiefs floated that uh, that um, the state of Kansas had floated uh, a, new, a possibility of a new stadium for them. And it turns out there's an ongoing border war between those two states where they, they go after each other's businesses and subsidies. So it does happen to other businesses, but sports is so high profile, and no, nobody, no politician wants to be the politician known as letting the letting the local team get away. And the, the owners, they, they leverage that. But here's the thing, uh, Daniel. I, I covered sports here for a long time. And this isn't a sports show, but I like to do shows like this because it's, a, it's kind of a combination of sports, politics, culture, all kinds of things, this story. Um, back in 1997, uh, they had a referendum for uh, the new stadiums, Heinz uh, Field and PNC Park. And they voted. Uh, they they asked the the voters to vote yes or no on sales tax being increased from I think six percent to seven percent to uh, to pay for these two uh, uh, buildings. And no one, by the same margin that Reagan beat Mondale in 1984. And if you drive through the Fort Pitt Tunnel today, you will see Heinz Field. And PNC Park over there, and mm-hmm. and the, neither one of the teams paid for them. So how does that happen? I mean, the, and I and I don't know if anybody took a referendum in Buffalo or in Nashville, but I, I'm not 100 percent convinced that uh, that it is as popular as the politicians would have you believe, or the teams would have you believe. Well, I, I know Governor Hochul in New York did not want to be the one to let the Bills leave Buffalo. Um, and that was, you know, that's the leverage point. And no, there was no referendum. Uh, 850 million is is still is the largest sports subsidy ever, and 
uh, living in New York State, I never thought that would ever would ever lay claim to that. I mean, New York State's always had budget issues. Um, it, it's never spent a lot on pub, public funds for stadiums. So if New York State's spending 850, I can only imagine what um, you know what's going to happen in Tennessee. Well, I wrote a column back in 1997 um, in the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and it was a Saturday column, and it was the Saturday before the Tuesday election. And the first word of the column was "no," and I was saying that people should vote "no" on it. Um, and I had, I had, I would say 99 percent of my friends in the local media thought I was nuts, and they thought mm-hmm. that that the fans would be upset with me. And as it turned out. Um, the fans agreed with me, and the stadium still got built. It's, um, I, I, I think that, I think that, the, look at it this way: in in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo are two of the best, uh, highest rated um, TV um, outlets in the NFL, in the AFC for sure, as far as percentage of viewers watching. Right, the, the TV ratings. Yeah, sure. and, I, and I worked for a long time for the CBS affiliate here, and we carried the Steelers. And we would get, I'm going to guess here, I'm going to say we would get a, a 40 for a Steeler game. Mm-hmm. That leaves 60% of the people were not watching the Steelers on a Sunday. And these were those are huge numbers that the Steelers get. So uh, the, you know, half the people in town couldn't care less if the Steelers play, win or lose. But they're still I mean, I, taking I their money the, and having to pay for the stadium with it. And I guess the the counter would be when a when a city builds a convention center, when it builds a you know a music hall, an auditorium. The whole population doesn't go go to that venue no. either. Right. Uh, and there is some economic activity that gets generated by by a stadium, but it certainly does not match the the subsidy that's involved. Yeah, well, it's interesting because the, there was the same discussion about a convention center here that turned into a complete and total boondoggle. And they built it, but it, it's, it's it's also a boondoggle. It's amazing what they what politicians will do with um, um, with other people's money. And this seems to be um, one area where Republicans and Democrats agree, isn't it? Um, there, they there doesn't seem to, like I I don't think you could find as you mentioned. I, I called up the Buffalo to I called uh, somebody up there at a, a radio station or at the paper I forget which, and I said, "Can you? I, I want to find somebody in Buffalo in the media uh, who's opposed to this, who's come out against it." And they couldn't. This guy just off the top of his head, who worked in the media there, couldn't think of anybody in the media who had come out and written a column or done a commentary or anything saying that this was a bad idea. So the media have done a lot of cheerleading on this, haven't they? Well, I would say in Buffalo, I mean, they're, they're you know, they're, they're probably going to boost the, the bills. It's the biggest brand in town. They don't, yeah. they don't want to be the ones seen as chasing them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, as I said, though, this is Republicans and Democrats uh, agree on this. So there are apparently enough dumb, corrupt politicians in both parties to allow the owners to get away with this. That's That's kind of the only way they can get away with it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I used to see this as it was a Republican state phenomena. I mean, Texas and Nevada, they, they all voted in big subsidies for public sports facilities. But now we have New York State uh, and um, we have Maryland. So it is, it is a Democrat and Republican phenomena. 
We're talking to Daniel Kaplan. He covers sports business for The Athletic. Um, uh, I, I had a subject. Uh, I don't know if you've covered this, but as I have a couple minutes left here. Um, I want to throw this out. I, yeah, Last week I did a segment on the amount of money that the NBA owners have invested in China. And not in – I'm not talking about money that is invested in uh, – and I'm sorry, this is a completely different subject than what we agreed to talk about, but I just thought of this. I thought you write right about business. Um, the NBA uh, owners have uh, $10 billion invested in China. Uh, not in their teams in China, but in just businesses in China. Is that ever going to uh, reach out and grab them? Are they ever going to get burned for that? Well, this is the, the question. And as we, we've seen with the Russian war in Ukraine, there are consequences for doing business with the totalitarian uh, regimes. Uh, if China invades Taiwan, and I mean, just today the, the president was saying the U.S. would go to, would defend Taiwan in that instance. Well, yes, the, the, these these owners would have to would have to uh, speak to these investments. Now, one of the owners is Joe Tsai, who uh, is one of the founders of one of the top executives at Alibaba. So, a lot of the ten billion is his, but there are others like um, Mickey Harrison, the owner of the Heat, who owns Carnival Cruise Cruise Lines, and, and others. So, um, it's you know, if you're going to have very wealthy people owning these teams, chances are they will have. Uh, some operations in unsavory parts of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know how old you are, but I'm old enough to remember uh, the Soviet Union, and it's um, completely, totally unimaginable to think that in 1979 or 1981 that some businesses would would be thriving in the Soviet Union. You know, American businesses and, and, oh, I, and or for sports. I, I, I no. I, I know. I um. I actually, I actually went to the old Soviet Union when I was a student. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, there were no Western brands uh, on the street there. But they're all pulling out now. And if you, you're in China, you have to, you know, it's the, the 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 difference between China and Russia, of course, is China is a much bigger market, and it, the businesses have much more incentive to stay. But uh, if, if if we have another situation like China, like Russia, with China invading Taiwan. It can get very sticky for these businesses. Well, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how the NBA works that out. If, if we if things with China become a little more tense as they look like they're becoming, uh, that might be a little bit of a problem for them. Well, I, I, well, I, I it has I, been a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this isn't going to be the end of the stadium issue, um, and I'm, I'm glad to have you on. I'm, I'm I'm sure you'll be writing more about this, but. I don't think that Nashville is going to be the last NFL team to to get a, a billion dollars thrown at them, are they? No, you get the Bears. The Bears are probably moving to Arlington Heights and suburban Chicago, and they'll, they'll be looking for a big subsidy. Uh, I mentioned the Commanders. I mean, there'll be there'll be plenty of teams looking for subsidies. It's borderline criminal, I think, Daniel. But <laughs> that's, that's uh, they're going to keep getting away with it. And again, I think the media play a huge role in it because they are cheerleaders for it. But I, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Ukrainian President Zelensky has called for maximum sanctions against Russia during a virtual speech at the World Economic Forum gathering. 
Zelensky says sanctions need to go further to stop Russia's aggression, including an oil embargo, all of its banks blocked and cutting off trade with Russia completely. Zelensky adds his country has slowed Russian advances and his people's courage has stirred unseen unity of the democratic world. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Firefighters in New Mexico battling the nation's largest active wildfire say favorable weather helped them prevent the blaze from growing. Over the past 24 hours, that blaze 40% contained. On Wall Street, the Dow had 604 points and the NASDAQ up 147. This is SRN News. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to PureTalk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. It's different now. We are facing an existential crisis. We got to unite. We got to fight. We've just got to stop bashing one another if we have any chance. How about we go after the Democrats who want to take away our rights? Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Are you tired of that wet, moldy basement? If so, then it's time for G&J Waterproofing, award-winning service with no gimmicks. And now, exclusively offering mold remediation with every job done. Bybacktronics, the number one company when it comes to mold remediation. G&J and Bactronics, the two best all in one. Call today for your free inspection. 724-681-8944. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sunday. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Congestion on the Parkway East. Inbound your trip into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, little delayed. And 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge, that's looking pretty solid. Close to a 10-minute delay. Outbound tying up Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swiss Vale. On 837 construction, slowing you down between Neal Street and Glenwood Bridge. Outbound 28, sluggish Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. And the ramps at Freeport Road are shut down for reconstruction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mainly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 54. Tomorrow, clouds and breaks of sunshine will reach a high tomorrow of 70. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low of 53. Partly sunny Wednesday will reach a high Wednesday of 76. Becoming cloudy Wednesday night with a low of 60. Thursday cloudy, couple of showers and a thunderstorm will reach a high Thursday of 77. With your back, you weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I've been telling you for a while about the movie that's going to be coming out soon called My Son Hunter. It's about Hunter Biden, and it's uh, being produced by Ann McElhenney and Fella McAleer. And they found out recently that someone close to Hunter spied on them during the production of the movie in Serbia. Fella McAleer joins us now. Fella, thanks for coming on. No problem, John. Always a pleasure to come on. So uh, who is this spy, and, and how did you find out about him? Well, you know, we were out there in Serbia making the My Son Hunter movie because uh, Serbia has lots of strip bars and lots of beautiful women and no movie, but Hunter Biden can be made large strip bars and beautiful women. So we were out there in Serbia filming the movie, and uh, a documentary film crew uh, attached to the South Park company, actually, the people who make the South Park cartoon, approached us and uh, said we're making a documentary about Hunter Biden and about the corruption. Corruption is corruption, they said. And uh, we gave them access to the set. They interviewed everyone. They interviewed me at depth. They interviewed other people at depth. They had this access to the set for two or three days because they were making a documentary. And uh, now it emerged, it's just emerged, that uh, the person who 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 was leading the group, he said he was a retired lawyer uh, who worked for South Park, which is true. But it turns out he wasn't a retired lawyer. He's a very active lawyer, and he's working for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is his client, and he was over there gathering information, uh, on, uh, spying, on our doc- uh, spying on our film, our movie, uh, to gather information for his client, Hunter Biden. And to what end? Well, to try and get us, you know, to try and interview us, I suppose, to get us to say something that he could use to defend his client or to smear us. I suppose, you know, when you hang out for three days with someone, and of course we had dinners and parties and drinks and all that, you know. So, and he was constantly asking questions, and I suppose he was trying to get us to say something embarrassing or something like that. And when you keep asking people questions, you can twist the answers and uh, over three days and get us to say something that he will use to smear us, I suppose. And was he re- recording you? On, on a, uh, oh, totally. So, uh, of course he was. I mean, with you out being, without you yeah. being aware of it. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. That's why he was so fond. That's why he bought so much dinner and so many drinks. You know, well, it's because he was trying to get us to say something embarrassing. You know, and uh, who knows what we said? Actually, I mean, you know, I don't remember what I said last week. Never mind last November. Right. Um, so. You know, the, look, I have no problem with adversarial journalists. 
mm-hmm. and adversarial journalism. But when you tell us that you are a, uh, a journalist, a documentary filmmaker, and you're actually a lawyer gathering evidence for your client, it's wrong, wrong, wrong. It's actually unethical as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's that's. Uh, it's not like uh, Project Veritas, which is no. do, which is involved in a journalistic exercise. This is a guy yeah. uh, who's passing himself off. Uh, Project Veritas will pass themselves off as just somebody on the street or however they get their stuff, yeah. but they're not. They're not lying about who they are. They're they're sneaking up on you, which is actually more ethical and than than what this guy did. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, lawyer. The part of the thing was he is a lawyer, and we knew that. So therefore, we expected him to be honest about his intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, if Project Veritas approached us, approached someone and said, "I'm a lawyer." or I'm a priest or something like that, then that's deception because you, they have certain ethical standards. <clears throat> and in fact, even worse, this guy is a lawyer. This guy is bound by a code of ethics. So you expect certain, uh, certain standards. He then breached that code of ethics so, uh, and now has, has got information. That he will try and use the smears. I don't care. I'm perfectly happy to talk to anyone. Uh, you know, I'm quite sure... Um, there's no there, there. He didn't get a gotcha. Maybe he can get something that he can twist around a few things, you know. I don't know. But but this is the, this is, I mean, at least they flew out to Serbia, by the way, on a private jet. And the private jet idled at the airport for three days, and then they flew back. I estimate 200000 minimum cost just for the flight. I, and, you know, they stayed, they stayed in the same hotel. We were in a holiday. You were, we were. I don't know. I mean, they had better security for themselves than we had for the movie. I mean, we're we're talking about we're talking about an enormous sum of money being spent by Hunter Biden, right? By Hunter Biden, yeah. <laughs> by Hunter Biden. So this is you know, it's great to be a Biden, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so, who is this guy? What's his name? Kevin Morris. Um, and. Um, how, how much time did he actually spend? I mean, he was there for three days. Was he actually watching the, yeah. the filming of the movie? Totally. I'm filming it. 100%. Um, and so, so I didn't – maybe I missed it, but did you how, – how did you – you just found out about this recently? You, this happened like last fall, but you are just finding out about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was just broke. The CBS News broke it about 10 days ago. And how did they find out, do you know? I think Kevin Morris leaked it to them that he was uh, working for Hunter because I think he's flogging some evidence and information. And I, I, you know, I think he's flogging a documentary, but it's not a documentary. <clears throat> it's not a documentary. It's actually uh, um, it's advocacy. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's work product. You know, he can't call this a documentary. Well, well, could something some of his um, uh, secret recordings of you show up in a courtroom totally totally and and something that would it would be used in hunter's defense that uh that mm-hmm. you you have something in the movie that's He's not true or uh, it's yeah or i said something you know or somebody on the set said something that proves malice or something you know who knows these are not ethical people these are not good people these are not honorable people these are people who 
who follow their own rules. You know, when you're a Democrat, when you're a Biden, you don't go to prison. You don't follow rules. I mean, to be honest, he says he's a friend. Uh, now he says he's a friend of Hunter Biden. But, you know, if you're a friend of Hunter Biden, don't spend 300000 crossing the planet to spy on other people. Spend it getting Hunter Biden into rehab and tell him, look him in the eye and say, look, people have been enabling you for too long, covering up for you, paying you large sums of money. You're not worth it. You only got it because we wanted your father's influence. We're talking to fellow McAleer. Go ahead. Kevin Morris should say that to Hunter Biden. You know, that's that's what a true friend would do. Well, you know, everybody knows that uh, that, um, movies, um, even the most... True to for true true to the truth, um, movies some ha- have to do some have to uh, use some kind of dramatic license, and yeah. put things in the movie that maybe they combine uh, two or three characters into mm-hmm. one things like that. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing you may have done that in this movie, and is that something that could be portrayed as you guys lying or making something up? Yeah, or or by the way, maybe maybe when he interviewed me, you can sm- smash together. Two lines to make me, it looked like I said something I didn't, or maybe, you know, you take something out of context. These are not honorable people. This is not, this is not, you know, a, 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 an honest exercise. So, you know, so they will use whatever dishonest means they can to smear this, this because they're scared. They're scared about the world knowing about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their chicanery. We're talking to fellow McAleer. He's uh, a co-producer of the movie My Son Hunter about Hunter Biden coming out soon. Um, it's interesting, uh, fellow. Um, it would seem to me that if this was a movie being made about, I don't know, say Donald Trump Jr., that the media might be more interested in the making of this movie and, and having you on Good Morning America to talk about it. I'm, I'm guessing you're not getting a lot of calls from people like that. It's funny, you know, then, yeah, not getting so many of those. No, listen, they don't want the story out here. You know, they don't, this is the story that Hollywood and the mainstream media don't want you to know. They blocked the story when it first came out before the election, and they're still trying to block it. And and um, this guy is also, I read somewhere, he's trying, he's trying to, uh, is he trying to come up with ways to discredit what was found on the laptop? Oh, it's hilarious. It's funny. No, he's not trying to, you know, he's not trying to discredit what's on the laptop. He's trying to discredit how the laptop merged into the public. So he's got this theory that it came through a therapist who believed, you know, one of Hunter Biden's therapists who behaved unethically. A bit of transference there, Kevin. Uh, you know, you're used to professionals behaving unethically. But, you know, and he's sort of saying it was actually Hunter left his laptop at a therapist. And the therapist leaked it against, you know, against all kinds of uh, unethical uh, rules, ethical rules. And it's like, and I, I was saying to Alan earlier, I said, like, who cares, really, how this was leaked? Right. The question is, is what's on it true? Right. And well, it, you know. Th- that's an interesting ahead. twist on that story. That's a good one. That, um, that uh, a therapist had the laptop. Um, and and he um, violated the patient uh, yeah. Yeah. confidentiality. Yeah. That, that's what this guy's yeah. selling? Yep, that's what he's selling. And it's like, I think you may have uh, got the wrong end of the stick there, Kevin, you know, or the wrong end of the crack pipe or whatever yeah. you're on these days. Wow. You know, 
And so how in, in the movie, uh, how do you portray the story of the laptop? How is that, how is that covered in the movie? Listen, Hunter Biden is clear. He did leave a laptop. In fact, he left two laptops at a repair shop in New Jersey. His signature is there. Uh, ipso facto, as they say, that, you know, I don't need any other drama. Uh, you know, and by the way, it doesn't matter how the laptop came to be, uh, to be circulated. It's what's on it. Is it true? Yeah, well, it's uh, I just I, that's an interesting twist though that he's trying he's trying to I don't know blame somebody yeah, yeah. else for what's on the laptop because they're trying to muddy the waters, you know. Pardon me. This is what they do. Trying to muddy the waters. Yeah, yeah. The media will help them. But if you think about it, uh, forget the corruption that is uh, apparent all through that laptop and stuff that we've seen, and I'm sure stuff we haven't seen. The stupidity of recording that stuff forget about where it shows up after record it recording uh, after you record it recording it in the first place and having evidence of that who does that who's that stupid well you have to be drug addled in order to be that stupid i guess drug addled and get away with things for all your life i think is is the answer and that's what he's done he's got away with this all his life he's got people covering for him and he's still got people covering for him and he thinks he's going to get away with it so he's, he's untouchable so when's the movie coming out, Phelan? Uh Hopefully end of summer. Hopefully end of summer, but we'll see. We're still working on it, so I'll let you know then. So it's still in production now? You're still putting it together? Yeah. It's, it's getting towards the very end. It's been shot, though? Yes, totally, 100%. So it's being edited and, and all that stuff. Now, yeah. I have to ask you, well, yeah. i got a couple minutes here. Um, you're, yeah. you're, you're pretty much, you're close to being finished with this. You did the story on Gosnell, which is a, a success. Yeah. And I'm hoping this is too. Um, when's the, is, is, is Joe Biden, the, is, is just a movie about Joe Biden, uh, from the time he took office until now, a pretty good movie, just how, with what's going on behind the scenes. And uh, that seems to me that somebody could make a really good movie about just I'll the, tell you, I'll tell you what's a really good movie, Kabul. You know, the seven days of the evacuation. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah. You know. That would the be... three days, yeah. And the thing collapsed. What was Joe doing? What and the, were people doing? The other Over thing American. I... Th- yeah, that, that's a good one. But the other thing I thought would be a good movie is the Russiagate movie. You have the the, the trial going on now. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of good characters there. Um, a lot of drama, a lot of uh, tension. I, that, I would think that... The behind the scenes, what was going on with the FBI and and uh, what's the guy's name with the the, the, the I forget his Strock and uh, Lisa yeah, yeah. Page, no, whatever no, her name this is. Movie, I mean, I mean, uh, Showtime did a all star show, uh, you know, trying to maintain that the uh, that the that the that the Russia gate thing was real, and it just bombed because it was so boring. But the real story is much more exciting. Oh yeah, kind of, uh, teen romance meets John Le Carrier, you know. Yeah. Well, that's so. Do you know what your next project is yet? I have lots of next projects. You're not going to. Uh, you're, you're keeping them secret, though. If you're, if you're smart. Well, you know, listen. I, I don't know. No, I don't know what the, what they are because I have to. I haven't made up my mind yet. Yeah. I haven't decided. There's a lot of stuff out there, isn't there? <laughs> yes, there is. There's a lot of great stories out there. Yeah, a lot of great stories. Yeah, we had the Gosnell play actually in New York last week. Yeah, how um, how did it do? We had John talking about that. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, 
We had two actors walk out, which is you know, always a success story. <laughs> um, we had the venue council on us. So you know that you're really making a difference when, when all these people want to stop you. Um, it's a great story. Uh, it's a story that needs to be told, and we're going to keep telling the Gosnell story, especially as the Supreme Court decision comes up. I'm hoping maybe you just uh, re-release that thing when the when the Supreme Court thing comes up. Hey, Phelan, I'm out of time. Yeah. Um, always good to have Thanks, you man. on, and I I'm, I got my eye on you. I'm not spying on you, but I got my eye on you guys. I, I like following so what you're I doing. I hope people are able to understand me. I, I'm actually cold. I've got COVID at the minute, so my voice might be a bit hoarse. Uh, is it? I don't know. Um, well, well, hang in there. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. It's uh, I wouldn't have known I got it except I, you know I thought you I got someone tested. else near me had it. Well, now you get know. a now you get a cold. You got to run to the doctor and get tested. So. That's the way it works. Thank you very much, John. Hey, thank you, fella. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. We'll be right back. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. This is John Stoggerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the stores, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create 
great towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. Your spouse has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean, founder of Marriage Helper. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed, sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. Sign up today for the free Save My Marriage mini course, premiering May 27th on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So here you go. This is uh, this is the latest from uh, from the big guy. Uh, he uh, it was, it was quoted. I, think, well, I don't know where he is. He's in um, he's in uh, Japan, and he was quoted as saying that uh, this is great. This is a great time uh, because the, they, they asked him about the gas prices. He said, "You know what? These gas prices they're 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 bad, but you know what? It's it's a great." It's a great time because it's going to result in a tremendous transition. Now he's he's uh, he's senile and has issues with his mental capacity, so you never know how much of it is him speaking the truth and how much of it is him making stuff up to, for making to make an impression. But that's what he said. That's what the big guy said. That. And, and you know, so they're not even. He's at least he is not even trying to hide it anymore. It's um, it's that this is a great time for uh, for everybody because don't worry about those gas prices because hey, people are going to stop buying gas and so it'll be great. We'll uh, we'll have all electric cars and nobody knows how they're going to power any of them. But that that's you know where they're going to get the energy for the batteries, but. Um, that, that's what that's what Joe's uh, doing today in Japan, talking, uh, trying to say that the the gas prices aren't that bad because, in the long run, it's going to create uh, uh, cause a tremendous transition away from fossil fuels. You've been hearing that stuff from idiots like uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, people like that, but this is the president of the United States saying it, and uh, I think he has like two and a half years left before he's going to be gone, if I'm not mistaken. So. Um, we got that to look forward to. That that's that is it's pretty scary that he's actually out there. He's that he would be that um, that just completely separated from the way people are thinking and be that out of touch with people that he would uh, look. If you're gonna t- if somebody asks you about the gas prices, just say. Um, yeah, they're high. We're uh, we're doing what we can. We're trying to fix that. Uh, you know, you can throw in the usual "Don't blame me," which is comes from him on every subject. But yeah, we're working on it. 
And uh, don't worry, those prices will start coming down soon. Instead, this idiot says, yeah, yeah, they're high, but hey, a few years from now, everybody will be driving an electric car, and it'll, be, it'll all be worth it. So just keep that in mind. By the way, the other, the other thing is that predictions are out there now that $6 a, a gallon by the end of the summer. So when you start filling up your tank at 6 bucks a gallon, just remember what Joe said, windmills in 10 years. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.